You've got work friends, you've got best friends, and now you've got ghoul friends. Hello and welcome to episode 91 of the Ghoul Friends Podcast. I'm Celeste. And I'm Caitlin. I felt like we said 90 was big, but now I'm like, 91? Like, what the fuck? (laughs) It's like me turning 31. Yeah. Oh, no. (laughs) I was just thinking about that. You do have a big birthday coming up. A week from tomorrow. Are you excited? Yes. Are you ready to turn 31? No. No. Are you as traumatized as you were about turning 30? No. (laughs) Fair enough. Well, see, 30 was kind of crazy because we didn't really celebrate, like, a whole lot. We were in the middle of moving. Mm Mm-hmm. Beginning of the pandemic started. Yeah. So it was just like, there was cake, there was balloons, and then it was like, guess what? You have to drive 15 hours to Charleston. Right. And we ended up leaving earlier than we originally planned to because the pandemic had really, really ramped up in Massachusetts. And honestly, we were afraid they were going to close the border, like to the state. And um, remember, I had to print out that sheet for my work (laughs) that said, like, you have to let them through. And I was like, oh my God, like, I'm not even that important. I know. And it was like, I remember we were scared of, like, for masks. Mm-hmm. We only had one mask because... That we weren't. found in our basement. <laughs> I think it was an N95 that we found somewhere in the basement. It was. And I was just like, that's what we had. I remember we had to just switch off one one by one. Right. Traveling because masks were not right. readily available. It was quite interesting, too, because here or in Massachusetts when we were driving down pretty much anyone anywhere in the north it Mm -hmm. was like if you stopped at a rest stop they were like checking you for masks like you had to have one on Mm -hmm. which is obviously foreshadowing to what the world very much looks like today (laughs) yep but it was it was an odd experience it really was and we did not get to celebrate your birthday as we should have no but we are this week we are so um I'll let y'all in on a little secret but I can't say much because Caitlin's sitting obviously right across from me (laughs) Caitlin is going somewhere for her birthday but she she does not know yet where she is going. Only I know. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody else in your family. <laughs> yes, they do, because I had to coordinate pet care. But um, are you excited for your mystery trip? Yes, very excited. Do you have any guesses as to where we're going? I know it's drivable. Yes, we're not flying. So uh, there's a lot of places. Mm-hmm. I couldn't, I mean, we could go north, west, south. south. I know. The highway awaits. <laughs> Yes, I got a short week this week of work, and mm-hmm. I'm on vacation, and I am pretty stoked about it. Yeah, I know you're ready for a good week. Yes, good week off. Yes, yeah. No, it'll be fun. We're, we've got Caitlin's mystery trip, and then the week after, we're going to St. Augustine. Yes, not yep. a mystery trip. I right. know about that one. Yeah, but a very haunted place. Yes. Um, and it looks like the ghost tour game is strong. So. Oh, yeah. We're okay. pumped. We were talking to my parents the other night, and remember, we're like, we could do this ghost tour, or we could do that ghost tour. And I was like, is that all we're going to do? It's ghost like, stuff. ghost shit? And we're like, yeah. Because <laughs> your mom is very into, like, paranormal and Yes, stuff. absolutely. Like, there's an old jail. There's a big cemetery. And we're like, yes. And Jeff's just like, okay. <laughs> I'm we're just, just going. going. <laughs> so, yeah, some big things coming up. We're pumped for. We'll be sure to take lots of pictures and post them. Yep. Um, we are both fully vaccinated. We are. That's a big one to yep. to get out there. Yeah, um, yeah I went ooh, like a week or two ago, mm-hmm. and like a Thursday, and got mine. I'm I'm a, I'm a Pfizer bitch, yeah. um, and it, I I was feeling a little bad, but not terrible. I died. Caitlin like <laughs> was like knocking on death's door. She was pretty puny. I absolutely died. Pretty puny. But you felt better. You got better. It's, yeah. It took a couple, I would say, days. The arm pain was the worst. Yeah. And then symptoms I had were... Yeah, you felt pretty... 24 hours. Yeah. I mean, you ran a fever. You had chills. You did the whole traditional 
reaction. Yeah. Ish. Sad. Just generally looked really sad and pathetic, <laughs> but you know what? It passed and feeling good and yep, it We're was worth good. it. Yep, absolutely worth it. So if you're able to get vaccinated, um, you know you obviously do whatever you want to do, but uh, highly recommend. Yep. Ten out of ten. Ten out of ten would, would do again. <laughs> so I'm gonna be real with you. I'm getting real sick of the masks. I am <laughs> I'm too. Ready to not do that. I am ready to get anymore. I am ready to get my ass to an airport and buy an overpriced beer. Like <laughs> yeah. real ready to do that again. I know. Yes. Because we're, you know, so go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> I'm just thinking of the road trip down and like, it was just eventful because. From of, Massachusetts? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just with COVID and, you know, we had three animals in the car. <laughs> it was stressful, y'all. I remember we were just starving. We're like, let's just, whatever the first. <laughs> and Jerry, Jerry came along, remember? Oh, yeah. We put him on our stories a couple times. <laughs> Um, I remember we were starving, and I we just stopped at the first place we could. It was a Burger King. It was in New Jersey, right? I think so. Yeah, I think so, too. And I remember getting there, and the lady behind the counter just looked visibly unhappy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know if I can get through it without This dying. woman, like, had her shit on straight, and I commend her. She literally looked at me, and she goes... Rata lettuce, rata tomatoes, rata burgers, rata buns. I hope you want chicken. And I was like, I would love chicken. <laughs> like, just hand me the chicken patty. I'll just eat the patty. I don't, just, need, I don't even care what I don't need a bun. I think it came in, like, a sub roll. <laughs> like, I'm just like, that's fine. Like, it's completely fine. It's fine. I don't, yes. And some french fries. You got those? Like, okay, yeah, good, okay. Yeah. Great day. <laughs> and a drink. As long as you got Diet Coke, we're good. Like, not, really, that's all I came for. I wanted chicken. That's all I wanted. Yeah, and we got it. Poor and girl. <laughs> I know. I could not imagine. And She's like, welcome to Burger King. We don't have any burgers. We don't have <laughs> Lettuce, tomato, onions, pickles. She just got right to the point. She was not wasting any time. That was pretty funny. Yeah, that was funny. And I must say, you know, uh, I've never been really too much into New Jersey, but the fact that you can't bump your own gas in New Jersey was very handy driving down. It was pretty fun. Like, just to be able to hand your credit card out a window. and They do that a lot in Maine, though. Like, in my town where I grew up. Yeah. It's just a... I know. I remember, like, I thought we were being, like, carjacked the first time because someone was coming up. I'm like, who the fuck are you? And you're like, no, they're coming to pump our gas. I'm like, what? In South Paris, Maine, a doubtful. We don't do that down south. We do not have self or service stations like that. Yeah. That's the other thing I miss about the north, I will say, are service stations off the interstate. They know what's up, and they always got a Dunkin'. Yeah. (laughs) In New England, yes, they do. So for those that don't know, when you drive in the north, um, there are, instead of rest stops, they're kind of like pull-offs of the highway, but it has like a bathroom, a gas station, usually a fast food place or a Starbucks, and like you don't have to search for it. No, it's just right off, and then you hop right back on the... Mm -hmm. It's like you have to get off and exit. And And look for a McDonald's, Yeah. yeah. It is so handy. Oh, yeah. Even my parents said that when we when mm-hmm. they drove our car to Massachusetts. It was often the liquor store attached as well. <laughs> <laughs> New England makes it real easy. <laughs> get liquor at the gas station. <laughs> that always took me by surprise the first time I went with you to Maine. Like, you could buy liquor off the side of the road. They yep. They do not give a shit. And they do not close on Sundays. I can tell you that. <laughs> no, no. That was something we had to get used to again. I was like, wait, what? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, it does. Ugh. I know. Memories. Memories. <laughs> <Sing it. laughs> yes. Anything else we got going on? I don't know. It kind of talking about Maine kind of nicely. It does. That's a nice segue. My, yeah. Okay. I guess I'll just start. You want to just jump in? Sure. All right. Hit um, it. We're going to Maine. Okay. In fact, up out to, to camp. <laughs> up to camp. <laughs> um,. I just was Googling random things, and I... That's literally how we do our research. Literally, just Google. Google weird shit. Mm-hmm. Pops up. Um, and what struck me first was Allagash. 
Great beer. Literally, Great beer. <laughs> my favorite beer is Allagash White. Oh, so good. Fun fact, it's brewed in Maine. Mm-hmm. Fun fact, in Allagash. Now, where is Allagash? North. Like, way up? Like, Maine. Canada north? Yeah, pretty close. Okay. Yeah. Have you ever been there? Um, no. Okay. I don't think so. I got you. I've been to the, the Allagash River. Okay. Which my great-grandfather's ashes were spread on the Allagash River. Fun fact. Okay. But that goes, like, forever. That oh, sure. Like it's forever. all over the place. Yeah, it's not, like, only in northern Maine. Okay. So, yeah. Allagash beer. Allagash white, if you have not tried it, I 10 out of mm. 10 would recommend. Uh, don't mm-hmm. drink more than, like, two. They're pretty potent, but... Because you, you go now. No, and I'm like, I'm not a huge, like, craft beer. I'm not a huge beer drinker to begin with. I prefer wine, but, like, I like Allagash. Like, I will order that. Yeah. It's very refreshing. It is refreshing. Mm Mm-hmm. Kind of looks like muddy water, but it's okay. It's good. Yeah, and it's a light, like, it's it's lighter in color. Mm -hmm. It's not, I hate dark beer, and it's like, you like dark beer. Only beer I don't like are IPAs. No, I don't either. I think it'll be hot. Yeah. Mm-mm. <laughs> That's little, what my mouth does when I drink it. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little bitch. I like light beer and I like lagers. Oh, see, I don't really care for a lager. I don't mind like a lager. Yingling. I don't really. I don't like Yingling. Yeah, I'm a fan of Yingling. I like dark beer. Like I like stouts or porters. Mm-hmm. Like a coffee stout, like something like oh. really dark. Oh yeah. Yeah. You can't drink it with like a meal though. It's That's like a dessert like, in like a beer. Yeah, you can't. It's like if you're just going out for a beer, I'll order that, but I wouldn't order it with a meal because yeah, like, too you know, heavy. Yeah. What's a dumb question? What's a Corona? <laughs> like those? <laughs> a cerveza. <laughs> Fair. I think it's just its own. I don't know what it is. It's just a Corona. It's good, whatever it is. <laughs> it's very light. Yes. Very refreshing. I mm-hmm. can. Pound a Corona. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, pound a Corona. A Corona Rita. A Corona. What are those called? The Margarita. Margarona. Margaronas. Whatever they're called. The it's margarita a, with a Corona in it. And it like drains <laughs> as you drink more of it. Yeah. Also, really good. Yup. I feel like this is an alcohol themed show today. <laughs> and if you, you know don't what? drink, we're so sorry. <laughs> After my three days of work this week, she's ready. There's gonna be a lot of cervezas. <laughs> you see where her the brain is going. Is going. <laughs> Anyways, wrap it back in here. Allagash beer, go try it. We're not talking about the beer. We're talking about the, the place. The place, okay. In Maine. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yes, basically near Canada, all the way up there, think really like bombfuck Egypt, Maine. Fair enough. Okay. The boonies. The boonies. Yes. Okay, so this story takes place in August of 1976. Okay. Um, there were two brothers named Jack and Jim, <laughs> and their two friends, Chuck and Charlie. Chuck and Charlie. I feel Charlie. like I need to say this all in my main accent. Yeah, you do. Okay, that's, we're going to start from now. Okay, Chuck and Charlie. They went up to camp. Went up to camp <laughs> for a camping trip up there in the wildness of Allagash. <laughs> She's not over, like, exaggerating that accent, by the way. I need to get my grandmother on this. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, yeah, you do. There, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna ramble, but <laughs> one of Celeste's favorite words for her to say, she said it the other day too, and you were upstairs. Missed it. I was like, she no. calls, and I have no idea why. This is not a main accent. This is not, I don't this know what is it just is. a mammy it's accent. It's, <laughs> she calls horses husses. <laughs> the husses were, I'm like, what the hell's a huss? And then when she, <laughs> and then she's like, that's a bunch of huss shit. <laughs> That's what it is. When she lays out a hot shit, you're just like, what? what cheddar. 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 Quat. Quat. Quat a cheddar cheese. I love it. Oh, boy. Okay. Yeah, we need to get Mammy on here. Yeah, we do. It's <laughs> pretty intense. Okay. So, they, the two brothers, Jack and Jim, and their good friends, um, Chuck and Charlie. Chuck and Charlie. 
See, now I just can't do it. <laughs> Chuck and Charlie. All right, go up on this camping trip. They're going up for a few weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, just obviously in the middle of nowhere, doing yeah. normal camping stuff, kind of on this lake. Maybe the Allegash River. I don't think so because they were like canoeing. So okay. I think it sounded more lake like. Yeah. Um, so the first night, one of the guys, um, Jim, goes out. And mm-hmm. in the canoe, and he's kind of just looking in the sky, and he sees this really bright light. Okay. Like, just floating in the sky. Silent, doesn't hear anything, just sees this really bright light. Mm-hmm. He watches it for about 30 seconds, and okay. then it disappears. Okay. And he's like, okay. Weird, but... It's kind of weird. All right. Doesn't, like, think a whole lot of it. Just is, like, something mm-hmm. odd. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. Goes back to the campsite. They kind of just laugh it off. He's just like, man, it's kind of weird, like... I don't yeah. know, just disappeared after, but then, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Misha. The cat is up to something shady. He's eating something in there. Um, so, that's fine. A couple nights go by. Nothing happens. Mm-hmm. They do their normal dude camping, fishing stuff. Um, and then a few nights later, they all four get in the boat, and they look up in the sky. It's dark. And this bright light shows up again. Okay. And he's like... Told you. Yeah. Like, there it is. Right. See it. So one of the guys takes his flashlight and signals, like, the Morse code, like, SOS, SOS, to this, like, bright light. All of a sudden, this huge boom, beam of light right onto the boat. Because they're being a good Samaritan. They just said SOS. They're trying <laughs> to help them. They're like, buddy, what's wrong? <laughs> we got you. Yeah. Okay, so this, like, freaks them the fuck out, right? Mm-hmm. So they're paddling high. They're yeah. paddling back to the <laughs> okay. shore. Woo! The light follows them all the way back to the shore. No, thank you. Right? Creepy. As soon as they hit the shore, the beam goes away, the light goes away. Weird. It's gone. Okay. Well, they just wanted to make sure they got home safe. Okay. We got These are actually nice aliens. They're just trying to help. (laughs) Um, Okay. So, before they had left on this, like, little canoeing trip, they had stoked the fire, so it would still be going when they got back. So, it was a pretty big Mm -hmm. fire. They're Mm -hmm. just like, we'll go fishing, catch some dinner. Cook it when we get home. Makes sense. Right? Okay. Well, when they got back, they realized that the fire was out. Hmm. Not only out, it was ice cold. Like no coals, no nothing was burning. It was okay. just cold. Hmm. Sus. Weird, yeah. A little bit sus. So they were really tired and kind of a little scared i guess a little nervous from kind of what happened and well maybe the aliens i'm going on my train here that the aliens were trying to do them a solid maybe they had been having a few allagash beers and the aliens were like they're gonna run their asses right into that fire when they get back and like (laughs) hurt themselves so we need to just put the fire out so they'll be good (laughs) i like the way you think i'm advocating they're nice aliens you're thinking you said you told them sos what were they supposed to think it's true you shouldn't have Signal the SOS. Should have been like, what's up? In Morse code. I don't know how you do that. What's up? <laughs> um, okay. They're all tired, kind of freaked out. They go to bed. Yeah. Right? So they stayed there for another week or so. Never mm-hmm. saw the light. Nothing, you know, out of the ordinary happened. Okay. Kind of just. Kind of. All right. Forgot about it. Whatever. Yeah. Um, nobody believed them at home. You mm-hmm. know, it's like dudes on a, you know, camping trip. Nobody's going to believe them. Um, and nothing happens for a few years. Okay, okay, so like they go home, it's all well and good. Kind of go back to normal, nothing. They don't really, every once in a while they'll bring up the like weird light that they saw that followed yeah. them home, but. And that, like, meh. Everything was fine. Okay. So this is about six years later. Jack and Jim, the brothers, okay. um, start having these crazy nightmares. 
Mm. And it's always the same nightmare between the two of them. Right. And it's the four of the guys that went on that trip sitting naked on this, like, odd metal bench. Okay. In a weird, like, area. Like a dome-looking thing, but they couldn't tell where they were. Okay. And, like, it was not a good dream. But both brothers were having the same thing, and they kept saying it is related to the light. It's related to that light. Like, it has to be. Mm -hmm. It's all four of us. It's this weird... Okay. Thing. Something's something's up. Yeah. Weird, right? Right. Sure. So, they kind of, like, really start digging into this, and, like, there's, there's something going on, right? Yeah. So, they called in a man named Ray Fowler, and he is a UFO researcher. Yeah. Any connection to your family? I don't think any connection to my family. <laughs> oh, damn. That's unfortunate. <laughs> yes. Because you are, you know I would have already known. Oh, yeah. We'd have been hot on the trail. <laughs> I would love to be a UFO researcher. Anyways, so this guy kind of looks into it and he goes, yeah, like you might have something. And like says, all four of you need to go under hypnosis. Mm. And each have your own hypnosis session. Okay. We're going to separate all of you. Like you have right. no time to discuss anything. We're right. just going to see what happens. Because I think the idea is that under hypnosis, you really don't lie. Right. Because you're not, con- it's, it's your, your subconscious. Unconscious. Yeah. yeah. You're unconscious. Subconscious. Subconscious. Yep. Yeah. Mind speaking. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So literally they separate all four of them one by one. They go through, do these sessions. And literally they were asking like very minuscule details. Like even if they had planned a story, mm-hmm. they're just like, what color was like this over here or that over there? Literally every last detail was exactly the same with all four of them. Mm -hmm. Like nothing was strayed, nothing at all. Um, The common theme of what they said while they were under hypnosis was that they were abducted by aliens while they were Mm. on the boat. They said the aliens had these gray, like really scary looking faces um, and said as long as, and the aliens said, if, as long as you do what we say... You, sh- you have no reason to be afraid. Okay. And so they kind of just remember, like, kind of being foggy, but, like, looking and seeing their friends and, like, had these panels over their chests, and they were digging at their skin, like, collecting skin samples oh, okay. from their skin. Creepy. Um, but they all said they remember looking at each other, and everybody was scared. Yeah. Everybody looked scared. They didn't know what was going on. But sure. it was kind of foggy. Um, and then, obviously, they... We're back in the boat. Right. Don't remember when they were not under hypnosis. So it didn't remember it, but under hypnosis, they remembered yeah. this happening. That's interesting, too. That reminds me so much of um, Barney and Betty. Yes. Hill. Hill. Yep. The Hills went under hypnosis when they were trying to recall their memories, mm-hmm. and they recalled a lot of it. It's interesting, too, because in their um, hypnosis like sessions. Yeah. Um, Betty claimed that they were able to communicate with them too, but I think she said that they weren't actually like physically speaking. It was like mind to mind. Like so weird, but like hers, it sounded like they weren't as like scary. They were more interested in them, but it's still very interesting. It is. It's creepy. And then it's just like weird how you don't remember it when you're like, obviously not under hypnosis. It reminds me of like men in black when they have that like light. Yeah. That like, it makes them forget. forget. Yeah. Like see though, like, right. mm -hmm. Well, it's interesting, too, because, I mean, I know a lot of times people who live through, like, traumatic events tend to repress Mm -hmm. memories, and that hypnosis is a good way to reaccess them, to, like, confront them. But, I mean, it's amazing that the human brain can do that, like, to protect you. Like, it will repress anything that, like, you can't get through. It is weird. It's bizarre. Very bizarre. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Um, so that's kind of the story. To wrap it up, I know that we're not like big fans of like polygraph tests just because they're not yes. very accurate. They don't you can't even use them in court. But yeah. I found it interesting that after they were under hypnosis and all realized that they all had the same story, they all foretook um, polygraph tests. Mm-hmm. And they all passed with no signs of interesting lying at all. Yeah, it's weird. That is, it is weird. I think what's weirder to me are the individual hypnosis sessions that revealed the same. Because, like a lot of people, yes, you can rehearse a story yep. and memorize it, but that's when you're conscious. I mean, subconscious, all of that kind of fades away. Right. So I think that's the more compelling, like, piece of evidence. Yeah, it was crazy. Weird. Those are the Allagash abductions. Interesting. And what year was this? I'm sorry. 1976. Okay, gotcha. So 70s. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's a lot of alien they... shit around then. Yeah. Probably drugs. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. A lot of drugs. <laughs> well, I, I think there's a couple things that can contribute. So, you know, it could have been aliens, absolutely. I kind of lean more toward aliens in oh, that case. Sure. but That's just me. Yeah. All right. Well, are you ready for mine? I sure am. I've got a, like a, a good bit, so good. I apologize. Do you have another one, or was that your that was it. one? Okay, well, I've got a few more, so. <laughs> I'm just here for the ride now. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. So I also kind of uh, piggybacked on your alien kind of theme. Okay. Uh, so I did a little bit of aliens. I did an abduction story as well. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of um, veered off a little bit and did some, like, ghost slash urban legends from North Carolina. So, a little bit. My mom just texted me. Oh, she's talking about carrot cake. (laughs) Of course she is. (laughs) Um, So, a little bit of everything in this one. Uh huh. All right. So, the first one I'm going to start off with are the Brown Mountain Lights. Okay. Have you ever heard of this? No. Okay. So, Brown Mountain is located in the Pisgah Mountains. I want to say, I always want to say Pigsaw, but it's Pisgah Mountains, North Carolina. Um, the first sighting of the lights is recorded at happening in 1770. Oh, okay. So this is a very old phenomenon. Mm-hmm. Um, in 1913, a newspaper called the Charlotte Observer, which fun fact is the newspaper we got when we were growing up because we live <laughs> near Charlotte. Um, it's also been around a long time. Published an article on the lights. And in that article, um, a fishing club in Morganton, North Carolina, had claimed to see the lights while they were out fishing. Okay. So obviously there's this immediate need to explain you know, what the lights are and what's causing them. Um, so possible explanations at the time included maybe passing car lights or fire or smoke um, from nearby moonshine stills. Um, moonshining is a big old thing up in the mountains. So the thought was maybe some of these, maybe not legal <laughs> stills Have you lights. ever had real moonshine? Yes. It's disgusting. It is, and it, it, it will, like, <laughs> knock Fuck you, you up. flat on your ass, yes. <laughs> oh, it's terrible. It's, like, straight... Cough syrup. Yeah, it's it's potent. Yeah. <laughs> it's I don't like it myself. No, but um so the lights became such a big deal that the US Weather Service started investigating to try and figure out what they were. They did two investigations without finding a concrete explanation. Um, they ran a report in 1922, and it included 11 possible reasons for the lights, which could include chemical reactions or radium emanations. Um, and you can actually Google and find the public report of this. It's still online. Okay. Didn't go all the way into that, but if you want to, you can. Um, so, obviously, when we can't explain something, people love to create urban legends. It's yes. kind of how we make sense of it, right? So, there's a few stories about this. One theory is that the lights are soldiers' la- lanterns traversing the mountains and searching for their lost loves. Okay. So, like, that's kind of romantic. Oh. 
Um, the other one is about a maiden who lived on the father with her, lived on the father lived on the mountain with her father, and he would she would wait outside their cabin every night for her lover to visit, and she'd hold a torch out for him. Okay, like looking for him. Um, he promised he would marry her, but one day he never returned, and she always stood outside at night with the torch waiting, and it said that the lights are the torch. Okay. Um, there was also um, a nastier story about a man named Jim, who was Jim. Jim was married to a woman named Belinda, who was pregnant at the time. Jim started an affair with another woman and began abusing Belinda. Belinda suspiciously went to go visit family, which I'm putting in air quotations, <laughs> and the a town very much became just immediately suspicious. Jim magically left town as well. Um, neighbors searched for her and searched for her, and eventually in a ravine that was nearby, they found an adult and baby skeleton. Oh. The lights are said to be a reminder um, of his evil act and the fact that the neighbors never gave up looking for her. Okay. Now, could not find any documentation to support that that ever happened. But it's one of the stories. So the lights themselves are often described as being like small dots, um, which, I mean, you could argue that's a plane or a satellite, Mm -hmm. but they tend to go out and reappear, and they kind of like blink, maybe. Okay. Sometimes they also look like fireworks. So like, it's very varied between what people have reported seeing. I love fireworks. Mm Mm-hmm. They're like some of my favorite things to watch. They are. I remember when we lived on the lake growing up, we would take the boat out at mm-hmm. night on, like, 4th of July oh, and watch cool. the fireworks. Yeah. I bet we could do that here, too. Probably. I know a lot of them have already been canceled. Oh, that's Due to COVID, yeah. So yeah. much of them work. Merp. Well, we'll get some. Your mom's talking about this random Pyrex dish that is at her house that is ours. She's like, it's clean, and I will return it. <laughs> like, it's never not been clean. <laughs> Kathy returning a dirty dish. <laughs> She'd rather die. That was like the other day we were there and I was putting stuff in the dishwasher and then I realized like everything was clean in there and I was like, oh shoot, like I think these are clean and Jeff just looks at me and goes, no they're not. No, they're dirty. And I'm like, you wash your dishes and then you put them in the dishwasher. Jeff's like, yes. Welcome <laughs> like, to oh. Kathy's like neuroses. <laughs> I mean, they were spotless clean. Mm-hmm. That was always a rule. You had to like clean the dish before the dish went in the dishwasher. I'm like... <laughs> And what was the point? <laughs> it's funny. I got, like, chicken hanging off from <laughs> Our food trap is always um, an interesting place. Yes. Yes. Okay, sorry. It's okay. Um, let's see. So, the lights are actually pretty well known, like, across the country. In 1999, they were featured in X-Files episode. Fun fact. Nice. In 2014, a movie about the lights was filmed um, in the Pisgah Mountains, and it was called Alien Abduction. Um, you can still watch this movie today. I've never seen it myself. Okay. And um, apparently now they've become so popular that North Carolina has built a lookout point that you can find off of Highway 181, and people there at night will go park to see if they can see them. Okay. So it's apparently a big, big deal. Yeah. Um, so big that a new research team has taken on studying the lights. Interesting. And they're called uh, WCLEAR, okay. which stands for Western Carolina Lights Experimental Advanced Researchers. That's <laughs> so, a mouthful. That's a, that's a lot. <laughs> so in order to study the lights, they've installed two stationary cameras that are infrared and low light, and they basically just take images all day long and all okay. day and all night. And so they've been studying these to see if they can find any correlation or evidence um, of the light occurrence. But okay. um, I couldn't really find on any like published findings so my guess is they're still working on this right sure. now yeah. so yeah that's pretty cool 
It is, and so those are the Brown Mountain Lights. Nice. If you've ever seen them, let us know, because I'd be very interested. What part of North Carolina? Like, around Charlotte? Um, it must be, because uh, they were in the Charlotte Observer. Okay. Um, it's, I believe, maybe an hour or two from okay. it. I don't know exactly where Brown Mountain is. I've heard of it, have not been myself. Okay. 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 All right. Are you ready for my next one? Yes. <laughs> the next one is going to be an abduction story. Nice. Yep. This one may sound a bit familiar to people because if you watch the newest season of Unsolved Mysteries, it was one of the stories okay. that was talked about. This is the Berkshire abduction incident. Um, and it occurred in Berkshire County or Berkshire. I don't know. It's Berkshire. Berkshire County, Massachusetts. Yep. So, the story is, is that on September 1st, 1969, multiple people... <laughs> I know, your favorite year. <laughs> multiple people in Sheffield, Maine... St- <laughs> not Maine, Massachusetts. Stop, you throw me off! <laughs> Got him. <laughs> You're ridiculous. Continue. <laughs> Um, multiple people in Sheffield, Massachusetts, said they saw a disc-shaped light that was moving unnaturally. Okay. Now, mind you, this is like 12 or something people in different areas, unrelated to each other. Um, A man named Thomas Reed was riding in a car with his family, and he was young at the time, when they saw the orbs of light dart out from the tree line. As their car approached the Sheffield Bridge, Reed claimed that the environment got, like, kind of strangely still. Okay. And then they heard an overwhelming sound of crickets and frogs. It became, like, deafening at one point. Time out. Yeah. Do you remember when the eclipse happened? Yes. And it got, like, super dark during the middle of the day? Yeah. And do you remember? It was, what, maybe, like, 2 or 3 in the afternoon? afternoon. Bright as day. It all of a sudden gets dark. Remember, like... You heard all the, like, dust frogs, animals. Yeah, like crickets. frogs, crickets kind of come out. And Isn't it weird? It was really weird. That's probably one of the coolest things. Coolest slash oddest things I've ever experienced. Yeah, and we had a front row seat because we were in Charleston at the time. Yep. And that was, like, one of the best places to see it. Yep. So cool. I remember we got out of work early. Like, my yeah. whole office shut down. I was like, go Everyone, home and see it. Yeah, people, like, came down here to see it. Yep. Like, it was crazy. Yep. It was okay, fun. continue. Sorry. No, that just reminded good. me of that and how cool that was. Yeah, it really was. Um, so yes, they're overwhelmed by this, you know, the sound of crickets and frogs. And then they kind of come to now the family has no recollection of what happened after this, but they lost two hours of time that no one can recall. Okay. The weirder part is that when they came to, when they realized where they were again, Reed's mother and grandmother had switched seats. Oh, one was driving. One was in the passenger seat and they had switched interesting weird that's weird for sure so years later the family began regaining some memories um and reed claims really that it's still very very fuzzy but he thinks at one point they were in like a hangar type okay place but really can't recall more than that but the fact that they had switched seats like yeah that's creepy what yeah <laughs> that's wild yeah and there's two hours of time that they Missing. can't that's common for. with, like, the hills. Yeah. That, that there was just time that they couldn't explain where it went. Right. That's bizarre to me. in the system. It is a glitch in the system. Craziness. Really crazy. Ooh. All right. Um, well, do you want me to keep going? I feel like I'm just, like, talking, 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 talking. <laughs> no. I, mine was short, sweet, and to the point, so continue. Okay. 
All right. So now that we've got the aliens out of our system, I kind of was thinking about Brown Mountain and North Carolina, and it kind of led me to looking at like maybe some folklore or like paranormal things in North Carolina, especially in the mountain region. There's lots of mountains in North Carolina, obviously. Um, And there are a fair amount of kind of like paranormally like folk tales from around there. So I've got a few kind of short ones. Okay. So the first one I'm going to talk about is called, and I may pronounce this incorrectly, and I'm sorry, is Boojum and Hootenanny. I fucking love it. Hootenanny. <laughs> Hootenanny. So to give you an idea of the area of this, um, it's Eagle Nest Mountain, which is located on the edge of the Balsam Mountain Range. Okay. Um, it was once when home to the Eagle Nest Hotel, which was built in 1900. So a lot of people were staying in this area. It looked like a very beautiful hotel. I don't think it's there anymore. There was a urban legend that a man that was half man, half dog hung out in the woods around the hotel area. Okay. Kind of like we're thinking a little Sasquatchy at this yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. They named the creature Boojum. Could not figure out why, but that's what they started calling <laughs> okay. him. Um, so Boojum was a little shady, and he liked to hoard jewels and hide them in secret caves in the mountains that only he knew of. Okay. Remember, the mountains are uh, a place where jewels are naturally occurring. People mine for them all the time. Okay. So he was also kind of a, he was a shady Sheila. He was not kind of, he was because there was a nearby waterfall to the hotel. And sometimes, um, you know, you might want to go take a rinse off in the waterfall, you know, commune with nature, do whatever you're going to do. Yep. Um, but when girls tended to do this, he also tended to watch them. So gross. Nasty. I don't care who, who you are. Consent is consent. <laughs> go hoot nanny somewhere else. Exactly. <laughs> So one day he went to do his nastiness by the waterfall and he saw a girl named Annie who immediately fell in love with him. And I'm like, you're giving me like Beauty and the Beast vibes with this, but okay. So she left everything, you know, her family to go into the mountains and live with him. Okay. Yeah. Tales old time, right? Good one. So at night, Bujum would go out and search for the, his jewels like he did, leaving Annie behind. Okay. So Annie developed a particular kind of like call that she would use to like call to I him. Know. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> and he would call back to her, and that's how she knew where he was. Um, <laughs> so people would hear at the hotel, they would hear this weird-ass like call, and they'd be like, oh, it's just hooting Annie. Like, look for Bujum. I wonder where it went. <laughs> Um, this is also said to be the origin of the term Hootenanny. Okay. Like, have you heard of yeah. that before? Yeah. From Hooten Annie. Um, it's also said, this kind of goes along the Beauty and the Beast trend, that they had children. And occasionally, an ape-like creature is spotted in the forests of Haywood County. Okay. And you may still hear that call from time to time when you're in the woods. Yeah. <laughs> if that's not what she said. That's so. probably what she did exactly. <laughs> I just didn't realize that was where Hootenanny came from. But yeah, that's, that's funny. That's a cool little fun fact. Yeah, it is. All right. So we've had some Sasquatch Beauty and the Beastness going on. <laughs> Let's move on and talk about sirens. Okay. Have you ever heard of a siren? I mean, yeah. Like, <laughs> not quite. Uh. Like, the creature, the siren. Nope. Sirens are in mythology, and they're said to be beautiful women, sometimes mermaids. Me! Yes, absolutely. Wee, wee, wee. Wee, wee, wee. You can't do that, nothing oh healing them. <laughs> that ages us, for sure. Yeah, it does. <laughs> mm. 
And every time I see a woman cop, because there's a few of them here in Mount Pleasant. Yeah. <laughs> I got stopped by, by a lady, lady cop. <laughs> they don't find What's your phone number? 911. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What a glorious time for music. Little Wayne. Yeah. <laughs> a gem. <laughs> Truly. No, I'm not talking about okay. <laughs> siren sirens. I'm talking about uh, mythological sirens. Okay. They were said to be women who lived either in the water, like mermaids, or near the water, and they're said to be inhuman. But they looked very beautiful, and they would sing. And sailors, traditionally, were very attracted to the cries, and they would see, you know, beautiful women, and they'd go to them. And then the sirens would, I think, rob them and drown them. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm loving the feminist energy about that. Like, I'm digging it. But that is what a siren is. Okay. And there's said to be a siren in the French Broad River in North Carolina. Ooh. Mm. So, this first appeared in 1845 in a 64-line poem. By William Gilmore Sims. Um, and the river is said to be frequented by a siren who pulls men to their deaths into the river. And I'm like, we're lesbians, depending who you are. <laughs> <laughs> if Megan the Stallion rose out of the river and tried to get me to follow her, I would. <laughs> I would know. She can drown me. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Fight her body playing like body, you know yeah, I'll be yeah, heading. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm done for. Drown me, drown me, drown me, drown me. <laughs> Also, fun fact, Caitlin followed or liked <laughs> Megan the Stallion on Instagram from Cool Friends Podcast. I thought I was on mine. <laughs> You're like, I love that Cool Friends Podcast likes Megan the Stallion. And I was like, oops. <laughs> but we do. So, Megan, if you're listening, let us know. Please. <laughs> My face is getting red. I, I have a yes, very big crush on her. I have a very big crush on her. <laughs> Me too. Me too. So, the legend of the siren is that a man was camping by the river and while he slept, he heard a woman singing to him. When he woke up, a beautiful woman with dark hair was sitting next to him and singing. He fell back asleep, and when he woke up, she was gone. Okay. Each day, he just, felt... Just mistake number one, going yeah, back to sleep. <laughs> I know, exactly. Each day, he felt more compelled to move his campsite closer and closer to the river. Every night, he would go to sleep, and he would hear, you know, the singing. Okay. So, on kind of the final night, he ended up, you know, camped out by a deep pool in the river. And he found himself just kind of like staring into the pool, kind of almost trance-like. Okay. And the beautiful woman kind of swam up. And um, instead of like little mermaiding him, she, you know, sang her little song. And then she grabbed him with her scaly ass fingers and dragged his <laughs> ass into the pool with her. Hey, Mishka. Hey, Mish. I would like to be on podcast, gals. Mishka's Russian. <laughs> I have an accent for him. Mishka has his own voice. Is that weird? No. Probably. We are pretty weird, but no. Our animals have voices. <laughs> so, yeah, she grabbed his ass, pulls him in, and it said that uh, men are, you know, could be lured to their deaths by the siren in the river. Okay. So that's that. I like it. All right. I have one final one. Okay. And this is actually at a university, um, Appalachian State University, which I was actually very interested in going to okay. when I was looking at colleges. Um, it's in Boone, North Carolina. Are they the um, Mountaineers? I think so. So this is the ghost of East Hall. Okay. There's a dorm at Appalachian called East Hall. <laughs> and in the 1960s, um, the university was actually a teacher's college. Okay. It was not a full university yet. It said that a student completed suicide in the dorm, East Hall, and her body was found, unfortunately, hanging in the basement bathroom. Okay. So this wing has become incredibly active, and it sounds like students actually still live there. Mm-hmm. Like it's an active dorm today. Okay. Um, so students claim to hear whispering and see orbs of light moving around the halls. Uh, one student claimed he was shoved, and as 
the same time that he was shoved, he heard someone whisper to him, my dorm. Ooh. So she's not in a particularly good mood. Okay. Um, people claim to see human-sized mist formations when they're in the basement of the dorm. Mm-hmm. And it said that students are start um, are known to start acting kind of strangely the longer they live in the dorm, like maybe having delusions, maybe becoming paranoid. And I'm not discounting that, you know, these are also signs of mental health mm-hmm. illnesses. And I'm not saying that it's not one or the other. Yep. Actually called a stressful time. A lot <laughs> of things can happen. Yes. Um, but people, there's a, kind of a term they use for it. Uh, and they say when someone starts doing this, that they are going east. And it's a reference to East Hall. Oh. So that is the ghost of East Hall. Yikes. Yeah. Jeez. I love me a good college ghost. I don't know yeah, what it was right. about it. Just so many good stories. We both went to haunted colleges. We did. It's pretty cool. We did. We did episodes on that a while ago. Yep. Mm-hmm. We did. That was a good one. That was good. Good job. You talked a lot more than me, but I'm okay with I'm that. sorry. I feel like I <laughs> just rambled on for 40 minutes. No, that was great. It was great. Um, well, let's see. Do we have anything we want to talk about before... We wrap up? I don't think so. I need to go clean out the uh, office closet before our pet sitter comes and yes. gets in there for all the cat stuff. <laughs> yes. You also got a giant metal pooper scooper that I used I for did. the first time this morning, and it ain't is nothing breaking that pooper scooper. Magic. <laughs> Y'all. I have gone through like four yeah. plastic pooper scoopers because the clods these cats produce <laughs> can snap the handle off of anything. Literally. So I not had, the one you bought this time. I had to go on Amazon and order like a, a like garden shovel. <laughs> it is, and it works. <laughs> it does. It does. Yeah, so you're going to reorganize. I have to write a paper. Ugh. And yeah. That's it? I think that's all we got. Well, you can come visit me on Facebook. I've yep. got some good... Mm-hmm. Animal, kitty, and puppo pics. Yes. Love it. Yes. Coming. Yep. You can also find us on Instagram as well at Ghoul Friends Podcast. Feel free to send us messages there. Check out our stories, all that good stuff. I'm going to try and uh, make sure we stay really active while we're traveling. Okay. So you can be up, you know, be up to the know with our adventures. Yes. Um, you can find us on Twitter at Ghoul underscore Friends. If you want to email us or send a listener story in, which I think I got one the other day. I saw one. So keep sending them in because we do love doing those episodes for sure. That's ghoulfriendspodcast at gmail.com. And if you would like to get some merch, you can do that at ghoulfriendspod.redbubble.com. Yes. Phew. That's a lot. Good job. Thank you. All right. Any final words? I don't think so. Well, here's my final piece of advice. If you uh, Morse code a signal to an alien that says SOS, (laughs) don't be surprised when they come and try to help you. (laughs) Don't be dumb like that. Don't be dumb. Don't be dumb. All right. Well, for now, we hope you have a safe and spooky week. I'm Celeste. And I'm Caitlin. And we're your ghoul friends. You know what my body's doing right now? What? Making antibody, yada, 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 yada. (laughs) 